Hey, I'm Orlando Duque, and I'm a professional cliff diver from Colombia. I've had so many incredible career highs, from winning 13 world titles to holding two Guinness World Records. But after 20 years, I ended my competitive career at the end of the 2019 season. In this podcast, I'm going to take you into the mindset of some of the world's best cliff divers, how they overcome fear, pressure, and how the exhilarating feeling of rushing through the air from 27 meters is so addictive. We're going to hear from experts too, such as psychologists, physiotherapists, coaches from inside and outside the sport. We'll find out how they ensure the athletes are always in optimum condition. And we'll get into other sports and approaches, talking to adventurers, other pro athletes and visionaries, and we'll explore the places that mindset and focus can take us in everyday life. I'm Orlando and welcome to my world of diving. On today's episode, I'm talking to someone who I admired and respect very much. It's World Cup champion, World Series champion, and world champion, Rhiannon Ifland. We caught up in Salzburg and talk about how she's facing her everyday fears, how she wants to bring more women into cliff diving, and some of the important people who have shaped her career. So actually, this conversation happened at the start of 2020, before the world went mad and we understood the full repercussions of COVID-19. But I thought it was a fascinating chat with a great athlete and I still wanted you all to hear it. But in case you were wondering why global pandemics aren't mentioned in her training or how it's affected the sport, that's why. Welcome, Rhiannon. Uh, yeah, I'm just pretty happy that you're joining us. Yeah, we've been uh, here in Salzburg speaking diving. and. Uh, Did you get the, the typical question of, do you feel fear when you dive? Uh, of course, that's that's one of the, the key questions that comes up in a, every interview. Um, and yeah, we're, we've spoken about fear a lot in the last two days. But I, I mean, I'm curious about that. The, you know, I, I know what I feel when I'm diving, but I'm curious to hear uh, about what you feel. Uh, I, when I see you diving, all I see is confidence. All I see <laughs> is like high performance, very high scores. What What is it in, in reality that you're feeling? What's in your head when you're standing there? Um, I'm, look, I'm going to be completely honest with you here. Um, every time I step up onto that platform, I'm, I'm petrified. I'm, I'm really scared, and it's something that every single diver can relate to. Um, whether we like it or not, the fear, the fear never disappears. Um, but I also think that it's, it's one thing that I do appreciate about the sport. It's, it's a negative thing, but it's also a positive as well. You know, it's, it's something that that keeps me safe and makes me have my wits about me uh, while I'm diving. And it's, it's also one thing that, that I really do love about the sport is facing those fears and, and overcoming those challenges on a day-to-day -day basis, basically. Yeah, so when, when you talk about fear and the way you deal with it in the sport, is it something that you transfer also to your daily life? I mean, how do you approach uh, when you have any kind of a situation in your day-to-day? In, in -day? Yeah, I think it is something that, that I, I do carry with me. Um, unknowingly as well you know we as, a, as an athlete you we've trained so many years and we've been so dedicated and 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 we've learned so many things um putting all the time and the effort into training and i think 
you know, you carry that with you day to day. And this, this sport has helped shape me as a person and into a, a, a more confident, um, a more confident me, basically. Well, it, to be honest, it, like I said, it shows when you're standing on the platform, it shows that you can use that fear to actually turn it into confidence and, and uh, have a real competition, like a really good competition. Let's talk about the competition part. You know, you had a, an excellent season in 2019. You've won the Rebel Cliff Diving, I think, four times in a row now. Correct, yeah. Uh, perfect season. You won all the events last year. You won World Cup, and also you won World Championships. I mean, you're the first person to ever do that. <laughs> this is what all of us dream of, but how does it feel? Um, maybe it'll sink in more next year um, when the challenges come again. But yeah, you know, as I was going through the season, I, I set a couple of goals at, at the start of 2019 going into the season and, uh, you know, all those goals kind of changed as I went along and, and as the success started to come. And one of those goals was actually to, to change the way that, that I approach the competitions and, and I approach competing uh, mentally. So I really tried to carry a confident and strong and a good attitude basically toward uh, throughout the the season and and I think that was it was really working for me and I, I found myself in a really good place mentally which um which definitely helps everything physically the dives run smoothly so um yeah as I as I went through I I, I built on that and and I think halfway through the season, I was just having a ball. And every time I stood up on the platform, I, I couldn't believe the, the way that I felt. And I just had a sense that it was that it was going to go well. And uh, yeah, it's 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 really amazing. And, and I hope I can continue to stay in, in that place um, for, the, for the next years to come. Um, I'm curious to hear like how you how do you spend your uh, preseason? Like what kind of preparation are you doing? I mean, of course, what you accomplished, uh, it's it's big, it's great. But now it kind of comes the pressure of keeping that up, maintaining that. I think that's the expectation everybody has. Uh, how's that off-season going and what kind of preparation are you doing to maintain that level? Yeah, I think honestly, mentally, this is the most stressful time of the year for me because that this is where you know, the uncertainty comes in and, and you know, I'm, I'm thinking about what could happen next season. So I think the way that I'm approaching it right now is keeping the training the same as it has been for the for the past few years, you know, doing the repetitions, doing the dives, going to the gym, staying in, in a good physical condition. But I'm also trying to have a lot more fun. And actually, I've been surfing a lot because I, I really want to keep myself in a good mental place. And I think if, if I'm to only think about diving, I think that's where the tables will turn in my head. And, and you know, it, it won't be as easy to succeed if, if I'm not enjoying what I'm doing. Yeah, I, I think it's important to find that balance, right? Exactly, I, I know yeah. it's stressful mentally, physically to just uh, trying to stay sharp for the competition, for diving. Uh, so, so it's good to, to take that time off and, and enjoy you know, your free time, like you say, surfing, anything else that you do in the preseason that, you know, it, it helps you take that pressure away or just kind of freeze your mind a little bit? Um, you know, I, I always like to travel and, and I love to spend time with my family and, and just appreciate the time that I have while I'm at home in Australia and, and not competing. So, yeah, I think friends, family, surfing, you know, just trying to take those that time for myself while I'm while I am at home is is definitely helping
during the season, we're going to have two types, let's say two types of events, you know, the regular competition where we have the platforms and where we're going to have the big dives. But there is also, again, the off the cliff um, part of the competition. The off the cliff is basically we're going back to the roots. We're standing on the rocks and we're diving from there. I know it's a big challenge. I know it takes a lot of um, adapting to the situation. Some divers don't like it. Uh, how are you going about that? Uh, are you doing a different type of approach, a different type of preparation for those very specific locations where you're going to have to deal with that? Um, I think I'll, I'll adapt when I have to, um, honestly. But yeah, as you said, some divers don't like it, but I love it. I love to have that little extra challenge and I love to be just, you know, out and out and about. And um, it's one thing I've tried to do over my career. You know, we, we spend a lot of time in the pool doing the same thing, but I also like to travel to locations and, and just play with, with dives and, and just in, enjoy what this sport has to offer. And that is, that is the travel and, and that's the amazing locations that we go to. So I'm, I'm actually really, really excited for, for the off the cliff um, spots but yeah as I said you know you go into each competition um, not knowing but, but that is that is the beauty of it you know you, you always go there and, and you're ready for a challenge so it's it's going to be so cool. Very cool um, looking back at last year uh, who do you think is going to be your competition for this year I mean if if we look at the results we pro we could probably say oh, there's nobody that can compete against Rihanna. Never say never. <laughs> but, but I, I mean, I know there is people training really hard. Who do you think is the people that is, is going to, you know, give you a bit of a hard time during the season? Yeah, look, you never know. Um, I mean, everybody's going to be training hard and, and diving is, it, it's anybody's day. You know, if you show up on the platform and, and you're doing good dives, doing strong dives, then everybody has a chance. Um, but I see the likes of, of people like Maria Pauli, you know, pushing the degree of difficulty and uh, Jess McCauley. I'm going to go back to previous years where Lizanne and I have uh, have had close, um, close battles and close competitions. Yeah, but I, I really can't point out one person at the moment. Okay, uh, that that's interesting. I mean, it's like I said, for me, looking from outside last year, it looked like you were on your own. But I know that everybody kind of gathers everything they have around and, and obviously prepare a, a new season. I look forward to to seeing great things from you. What's your approach for this season? Are you going to try any new dives? I mean, I don't want to put you on the spot. I mean, this is the this is kind of like uh, you don't want to show all your guns before you do the first competition. But are you thinking about it? Are you are you contemplating maybe something? Yeah. You know, I also don't like to say it because I don't like to put pressure on myself. Um, but, you know, the dive list that I had last year, um, it was working for me. So whether I do change a dive or not, it doesn't mean I'm, I'm going to go straight in and do it the first couple of events. Um, but yeah, I, I do have a couple of ideas and one that I've been training for the past maybe year and a half, two years. But, you know, I, I, still, I still think I have a little bit of work um, to get to that place where I'm ready to try that new dive. But I mean, for us, the format's also changing with the, with the intermediate dive being introduced next year. So I think 
I'm going to play it smart and, and I'm going to adapt to that new format before I, I go ahead and, and try and change um, anything too drastically. I think it's important to, uh, like you say, like a, approach the competition with the right strategy. But I, I guess at the same time, it could be easy to get a little comfortable, you know, because, you know, you're at a very high level. But um, I, I see that you continue uh, to, to try to push yourself. I mean, in terms of quality, the dives are there, but uh, I think in terms of difficulty, you're doing that, right? Yeah, I am trying to push myself at the moment. And I did get into a comfortable place with that inward triple, which was my, my last dive and it was very successful. So I, I do have a feeling it's it's time to, to push myself a little bit more. And uh, you never know until you're actually standing on that platform, what's how it's gonna go and if you're ready. Uh, will a dive like that you're doing right now an inward triple somersault with a half twist uh, you actually have really high scores throughout the season on that dive uh, but should you add more difficulty to that dive you think that's what's going to put you again on a different level uh, compared to the rest of the field um it could do but it also might not work out for me you know and i i really don't know but it, i think it's it's more about you know, I had one thing with, with one of the other divers that I spoke about last year. I said, once I score, start to score 10s on this inward triple, then I'll start to think seriously about um, about going for, for the next dive, you know. Um, so I think it's, it's more about that personal challenge um, as well as, you know, uh, scoring well. And it's, to me, it's... It, I have to compete with myself as well to, to keep pushing, pushing myself and, and to improve. Uh, Rhi, I think something very important is going to be happening, gender equality. Finally, I think it was about time. Uh, we have the same amount of male and female divers, uh, also a very important part, uh, same price money. Uh, this is something that I think uh, it's already been implemented in some other sports. It's the right direction is the right way to go. Uh, I, I want to see how, what, what's your perception? How do you see the sport going with this? It's, it's really an incredible feeling to be, to be a woman, um, a part of the sport at, at this very moment in time, you know, when they're closing the pay gap and, um, and we're going to have equal everything basically. So it, it is a, a really special feeling to be a part of it right now. And, and I, I really think it's going to open up more opportunity for, for the women. And, and I, I think that um, people are going to see uh, just how it is for the women in our sport. And, and I do think that, that it's going to attract a lot more people. Yeah, I think, you know, in, in, in our sport, one of the things we're maybe lacking a little bit is more participation from from female divers and and that's one of the obstacles i i always see in our path to the olympic game so i think this is the best step that we can take uh, i think it has shown in other sports when they've uh closed that pay gap a little bit and and, and when they equalize all the conditions um i think it's gonna be very interesting for you to take part of that first season where everything is going to be equal uh this is going to be a big step in history right yeah yeah for sure and it's it's going to be an exciting moment for for the woman that takes out that first event um we saw it in, in the world surfing league last year it was a really exciting moment uh, when they finished that first event so yeah it's it's really really awesome and it feels amazing to be a woman uh involved in an extreme sport you know it's we are role models to some girls out there and, and it's, it's really, really cool. 
how do you see this path that our sport is taking, like the direction where we're going, uh, and how can this get us closer to the Olympic Games? I know that's the ultimate goal of all of us. We went from, uh, of course, Rebel Cliff Diving World Series being a, uh, the biggest event for us in the year to finally having a, a FINA World Cup, a FINA World Championships. But I think there's still one more step that we have to climb. So how do you see that? Um, or, or let's say, how are you trying to contribute so that we get a little bit closer to that uh, ultimate goal? Uh, there's been a lot of people um, that have paved the way so far and, and, and pushed this sport to where it is today. So I, I would definitely like to leave my footprint and, and keep pushing towards um, Olympic Games. And I, I think it is important to for me as as a female athlete in the position that I'm in to, to keep mentoring people and to encourage people to be involved in the sport because it is it is a quite intimidating sport and and it is hard for for other women to get into the sport so I think that's one thing that that's really going to help is is to keep spreading the message and and just you know encouraging people to to get involved in in our sport so I don't think it's far off the Olympics um but it definitely has such great potential. It's, it would be such a cool sport to, to be involved in the Olympic Games. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm really hoping that the sport gets included in the Olympic Games soon. And I really hope to see you there fighting for a medal. And uh, I'll be cheering for you. You know, in, in a full season, uh, of course, there's a lot of traveling. Eight stops of Ripple Cliff Diving World Series. Uh, World Cup. What is it that you miss the most when when you're away from Australia? I think mum's cooking, to be honest. <laughs> no, just <laughs> no. Um, yeah, it's. I, I think family and friends is one thing. We we do spend a lot of time um, during the summer and during the season just just traveling and. I always find that, that I always want what, what I don't have. So, you know, when I'm traveling, I want to be at home. But when I'm at home, I, I want to be out adventuring and traveling and diving, you know. So it's, I think it's, it's really important for me to just to take a step back and, and really appreciate what I, what I have and the opportunities that, that diving is giving me. And, and that makes uh, the homesickness go away just a little bit. Um, do you find yourself, because this, this is something that happened to me, of course, because you're traveling so much. Do you try to make, of a, let's say, even if a temporary home, every place that you go to? Or, or do you feel like, no, you, you actually want to go back and, and get back to normal? I, I, think, I think after a few years of traveling, I think I've adapted to that already. And I always remember that my home is never going to change. It's always going to be there. Um, the, the family and friends that, that are at home, they're always going to be there and they're always going to be supporting me. So it, it does get really tough at times um, to adapt to that different lifestyle. But but no, I think going back to what I was saying before is just appreciate appreciating the, the life that I am living and trying to make the, the most out of it and trying to enjoy it and, and, uh, and yeah, take it all in. Um, have you found that Red Bull Cliff Diving has this become like your second family? Do you feel like it helps you prepare for what you're about to do in competition? Yeah, look, I think it does. And, and the fact that everybody is in the same boat and, and the same position for the season definitely helps as well. And actually, you know, I haven't been in the series all that long. This is, it's only going to be my fifth season. And But the bonds that, that I've made here with, with people is is really strong already. And, you know, you turn up and, 
and I never feel like I'm I'm short of support or, or short of somebody to talk to. So, yeah, it's it's really nice to be a part of. It's it's really really special, and it's something that that I I don't feel like I had 100% when I was diving 10 meter. And um, yeah, it's it's just incredible. And and the fact that it the sport is so dangerous and and so difficult you have other people that you can relate to and, and they can relate to what you're going through too. So I think it's, it's, it's really natural and, and easy to, to make those close relationships. When you talk about, you know, going back home, uh, doing a full solid training, what, what does that whole, not just the training, but the team behind it looks like? I mean, I know Totor it's, is working very closely with you and your technique and, and everything, but who else is behind that? I mean, I want to maybe get an idea of, of what's the team behind a professional athlete like you. Yeah, um, at the moment I'm, I'm training strength and conditioning with, the, with my coach Dan from To The Edge High Performance Centre in Newcastle. Um, close to home so uh, I'm working with him by correspondence obviously when I'm in Brisbane and um, I have a little bit of support from Diving Australia behind me while I'm up there so Todor actually won't be with me um, training there for, for those couple of months but yeah I'll be training with Chandler Diving Club and you know it, it usually consists of uh, training in the gym in the morning um, and then heading to the pool and the dry land in the afternoon. So, um, yeah, it'll be pretty full on. But also I don't want to forget my, my own time of going surfing and, and um, staying active in other ways as well. Um, and, uh, I mean, if, if we look at your result from last year, of course, you think, oh, everything went perfect. Uh, nothing hurt for her. She didn't even uh, mess up her hair or anything. But I know it, it, that's not the case. I know the, the body suffers quite a lot. I know you had a few issues. Are you uh, addressing those things to make sure that uh, none of that is going to happen this year? I mean, uh, it's, is that something that you're focusing on? Yeah, definitely. It's. I mean, when I first started working with this strength and conditioning coach, Dan, it was... I went to him and, and he asked me what my goals were and, and my main goals were to avoid injuries and um, and to, to train specifically to prevent them. So, uh, yeah, I've, I think definitely I'm, I'm, I'm going to pinpoint and, and really work work hard and focus on those areas that, that need fine-tuning um, to try and avoid injuries. Obviously, injuries, they are inevitable and, and they come with sport and it does add an extra challenge and, and we all have to deal with it but we're all going to do our best to avoid injuries and, and to make it a smooth season so that's that's definitely the plan. Well yeah I hope it goes that way uh, I hope you have a great season I want to wish you all the best uh, thanks Rhiannon thanks for joining us and yeah I'll be seeing you soon. Awesome thanks for having me it was a pleasure. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Orlando's World of Diving. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so that the next episode is ready for you as soon as it's released. If you've enjoyed it, give us a rating and leave a review with what you thought about the podcast and what you've learned and might try and apply to your sporting, professional, or personal life. I'll see you next time.